just be our anthem over this nation tonight. Pour out your spirit, pour out your spirit, pour out your spirit on your sons and your daughters. Pour out your spirit, pour out your spirit, pour out your spirit on your sons and your daughters. Pour out your spirit.
That's why, that's why I just keep going. Let the worshipers, let the sound of the Lord. That's why, that's why I lift up those hands. That's why, that's why. Greetings in the wonderful name of Jesus. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in this day. Oh, what a beautiful day it is to be alive. We give, we give God thanks. We give God praise. And this morning, I want to talk about um, prayer, gebed, uh, something that we all need or a tool that we all need. But do we, do we use it effectively? This morning, I don't want to talk about I don't want to encourage you to ask other people to pray or to call upon intercessors or to call upon prayer warriors because I want to talk about the direct access that we have to the Father through Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. And isn't it, isn't it interesting enough that the disciples only asked Jesus to teach them how to pray? Many of us fail to pray because we think we cannot pray. But the disciples asked Jesus in Luke 11 verse 1. One day Jesus was praying in a certain place. When he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray just as John taught his disciples. Mm. Now Jesus was one of the greatest examples of prayer. Because there's many scriptures in the New Testament where Jesus separated himself. The Bible says, he rose up early in the morning. Early in the morning, Jesus went to pray. Now, Jesus was a prayer warrior. Jesus prayed for others. He prayed for himself. He prayed alone many times in Luke 5, 16. He often would draw himself to lonely places and prayed. You know, we are so occupied always asking other people to pray for us. Here we are Ons is lief om boodskappen te stuur. Bid vir my kiekie. Ek kan nou een ding gebeur. <laughs> Something can happen now. And we take our phones. Please pray for me. Please pray for me. I want to talk to you and me today. We have direct access to the Father through Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. Jesus even said to his, Jesus even said to his disciples. He said, I'm going away but I'm going to leave you the truth, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit helped us in our weakness. The Holy Spirit helped us to pray. Can I shock you today? The reason why we cannot pray, we don't read our Bible. We don't have that relationship with God. The Father, God, the Son, and God, the Holy Spirit. You know, if we pray unto God, He will answer us. Jesus prayed for strength. He prayed for wisdom. He prayed for direction. Although you are Jesus. Ah, he said the example for us to pray. My Heer and my Meester. I, you know, don't get angry at me. Because most of us, we easily ask other people to pray for us. We are lazy. Us as laymen. Uyo ngayna. Betu nana. Us as lay om te bid. Ons smeer ons gebede af op ander mense. En hiet ons excess. Ons het toegang tot die Heere. Ons het toegang tot die Vader. Jesus prayed regularly. 
hy het gereeld, gereed gebid, Jesus, prees, was hartveld, hy het gebid, met sy jylle hart, ons wil potjie, reis potjie, vlees gebede, but one minute prayers is just clear. Yes, I know there's different ways of praise, how to pray and what to pray. But this morning, I want to speak to us. I want to rebuke us as God's children that have direct access. And I want to use an example in a, a, a couple that are married. The mother will never ask the child to ask the father something. The mother Sorry, the wife will go directly to the husband and say, my husband, I need this. My husband, I, we, there's a problem with your child. The child is sick. The mother will not tell the child, go and ask your father. Sometimes it happens, but in that married relationship, they are communicating to one another. The same access we have to the father. My Heere, ek kan opstandig raak. Don't get me wrong here. We can ask other people to pray for us. The Bible says, if two or three are gathered in my name, if two agree over a thing, I know that scripture, but I want to talk to the lazy ones. Jy moet die leie gees wat aan mekaar vir ander mense vraag vir jou te bid. Ek wil my jou praat vir ochend. My God, the, the disciples asked Jesus, teach us how to pray. When are we going to ask Jesus to teach us how to pray? The Holy Spirit is, is our counselor, He's our teacher. Because if we read the Bible, if we go to the house of the Lord, if we are seated in the house of the Lord, if we are seated there to learn from the pastor, the reverend, the priest, who is teaching us the word, we can use that same word during the week and pray that word over our lives in our, in, or in our situation. run to other people but for me, but for me, but for me when are God hearing your voice when are God hearing your voice when are God going to hear your heart's desire, your pain how do you feel Jesus poured his heart out to God he told Jesus even sorry he told God even on the cross, he even told Jesus please, sorry he even told God please let this pass me by, this cup pass me by, Jesus said to God, let your will be done, if it's your will God, as an evil is here, when is God going to hear your voice, your prayer request from your mouth, you are his son, you are his daughter, wanneer gaan die stemmen on behalf of you, and now you are lazy. Say it's lay on the bed. Of gaan het vanochtend oor. Jy het nie verhouding met die Heere nie. Or is it this morning about you don't have a relationship with God? Jesus prayed as an example to his followers. He said the example for us. Go and read your Bible man. Stop reading other people's stories. Read your Bible. Read the New Testament. How Jesus prayed. He prayed for others. In John 79, Jesus prayed for them. I am not praying for the world, but for those you have given me, for they are yours. Mm. In Luke 9, 28, Jesus prayed for others. Jesus prayed alone, Luke 5, 16. I already said that 
But Jesus often withdraw to lonely places and prayed. When are we going to get ourselves from the crowds, from the groups, from, from uh, 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 the prayer groups? I love prayer groups. I have no problem with prayer groups. I have no problem with intercessors. I have no problem with prayer warriors. But when are we going to withdraw from the crowd to pray alone like Jesus so that Jesus can speak to us? I'm telling you, there is times when I withdraw from the crowds. I withdraw from people. I'm in my closet, prayer closet. I'm there in the place where I call it the secret place where God just tell me many times, Yamri, I don't want you to pray today. I want you to listen to me today. I want to speak to you. That is this moment that God reveal my life, my heart. Oh God, tell me, you have prayed. I'm answering your prayers. I'm giving this thing to you. Oh God will tell me, Elmery, the time is not the right for you to have this thing. I'm still preparing you. Wanner, when? When? Wanner. If we want to pray based on the knowledge of God and the truth of God, it, then we need to read the Bible. You can only pray the knowledge and the truth of God if we read the Bible. And we prayed what is, what is in the Bible. Jesus was the one who prayed persistently. He was steadfast. He was persistent in his prayer. Many of us pray when we have an emergency. When we have an emergency, then we go to God, then but also self. When we have an emergency, then we pray ourselves. Why don't we continue to pray ourselves to our Father? Who give us access through Jesus Christ, who is the way, the truth, and the life. Because the Bible says, no one come to the Father except to the Son. Many of us pray in emergencies ourselves. It's a lifestyle. Prayer is a lifestyle. Prayer is like oxygen that we have to breathe every day. And I want to encourage you this morning. Get to a point where you start having a relationship with Christ. Where you pray for yourself. Where you read the Bible to understand the knowledge and the wisdom and the truth. To give it back unto God. Because God said in His Word, remind me of my promises. The promises is His Word. And I want to end off. Don't say, but Elmerie is a pastor. She don't want other people to pray for us. Uh -uh, go back to the voice note recording. I said that when are we going to pray ourselves to the Father? When are we going to use, make use of this access that Jesus Christ gave us? We have access through Jesus Christ to the Father. When are we going to call upon His name ourselves? When are God going to hear our voice? Because other people call upon our problems, our things to the Father. 
I have no problem if you ask people to pray for you. I'm talking this morning about when are we going to call upon the name of the Lord? When are, gonna, when are we going to lay our requests before Him? When are we going to bring our burdens to Him ourselves? God wants to hear your voice. God wants to hear the voice of His daughter and His son this morning. And this morning I want to encourage you. Jesus was the greatest example of, 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 of prayer. Follow him and see how God is going to answer your prayers in the name of Jesus. I love you with the love of the Lord. Amen. Greetings, greetings to my Vaughn listeners. It is that time of the afternoon. A beautiful, beautiful Tuesday afternoon. You are chilling here with your host, Lady G, on Gifts with Google. I'm excited. I am excited. It's a brand new week. There are new things in store for us. As we know that the beginning of a new week speaks of new things in our lives. As we know that God says... God says his mercies are new every morning, every morning. So I am excited, my listeners, that even today, as we are starting a brand new week, we are going to be continuing as we've been talking about the topic of a supernatural provision. I was even thinking that, you know what, God, we even need supernatural strength in this season, supernatural strength. Under this supernatural provision, there will also be supernatural strength. Uh, we leave, we need to live in the supernatural. So I am excited. We are coming again on this week on Vaughn.radio, your voice over the nation, your favorite radio broadcasting station. Um, we're still continuing with the supernatural provision. And as I am sitting here, uh, in my house, I'm not at work today. So as I am sitting here in my house in this afternoon, I'm looking at my broken slab, and it's a hole in the middle, and that hole was created by my son. And every time I, I see, I look at it as I am speaking, I see what the scripture that God gave us when God gave us barbarism. That chapter, uh, the Second Chronicles, chapter five, verse twenty. To me, it. I remember when I came home last weekend. It was like this. I was so angry at my son because I was thinking, what was he doing? He could have injured himself or anything. But because I see with the prophetic eye at most things, I saw this as a prophetic word that God has given me. God said. We have come to the Lord of the breakthrough. So when I see this the way it is done, if I could take a picture for you, for me, I'm still wondering how did this boy manage to break this thing and how did this thing fall on the inside and not injure himself? He's just an eight-year-old boy, you know. But as I'm looking at it, God keeps on saying, this is the breakthrough. So I am receiving the breakthrough for myself, listeners. And I pray that may you also receive it. Because remember what we said about the month of February. We said this is the month which is number two. And that this is the month where we are going to stand in agreement. 
as brother and sisters, as family members, as the community, as the nation. We're going to stand in agreement. Whatever your need is, my dear beloved sister, that is also going to be our need. I am sorry, my listeners, yesterday I bit my tongue. So it's quite painful. Maybe when I talk, you will see that there's a lot of break. Uh, it's really, really painful when I talk. But I refuse to be silent. I'm not going to shut up, devil. I am going to say what the word of God says. So that is what I keep on seeing. I see the breakthrough that God has in store for us. Because as he has said that he is the Lord of the breakthrough. So I'm receiving that breakthrough for my life. And I am choosing to stand in the gap and say, I receive the breakthrough for every one listener who is going to be listening to the sound of my voice. I release a mighty, mighty breakthrough that is going to be like the gushing waters. A mighty, mighty breakthrough I was reading up um, another post and then I saw somebody saying Happy New Year uh, because uh, the month of February was a new year in the Chinese calendar and then I saw that they had the picture of an ox. For me, I took it as a spiritual thing to say, this is the year of an ox. Now, as an ox, you're not supposed, you don't give up as an ox. And as an ox, you plow the land, you plow the land. So I'm just going to speak about these two things. You don't give up, you plow the land. You don't go back until the work is done. And remember, every farmer, even in the Bible, will tell you when they had an ox, they were rich. So now, as as the year of an ox, it means that whatever is before you, you are going to plow it until it yields fruit for you. The ox will go into a dry and a barren land and it will plow that land until there is fertility inside in that land. So even us, we have a harvest that we need to, we need to harvest, but we need to first plow the land. So as the ox, as we are saying Happy New Year, and there's the ox, as this is the year of the ox, I'm taking it on myself. I am an ox in the spiritual realm. I'm taking it on and I am saying, as an ox, I am going to plow the land. I am going to plow the land. I'm going to plow the land. There are a lot of things that God has in store for me and I am going to plow the land. My God, I just love it. I just love it. I just love it. I'm even going to make myself a t-shirt of that, that I'm in wild as an ox. And that is how God carried the children of Israel out of uh, Egypt. That is what when you read in the book of Leviticus, it will say, he carried us through the strength with the strength of an ox. So we are dead, my listeners. So as I am looking at this, I am seeing the Lord of the breakthrough, the breakthroughs that God is going to give us, the breakthroughs that God has in store for us as Vaughn listeners. So our lineup today. We've got a beautiful lineup before I'm going to talk just briefly about what God has laid on my heart. First, I'm going to allow us to listen to a clip by a beautiful lady, a beautiful woman of God that I love dearly close to my heart, Pastor Elle Marie. Uh, so she's just going to be praying, you know, when we command the morning, command the day, even commanding every hour. So she's going to be praying uh, and just commanding the day and giving us a short prayer. 
I know we have a prayer segment dedicated to prayer in the morning, but we can never pray enough. That is one thing that we know as children of the Most High God. Prayer is one of the most precious gifts that God has given us. So we must never cease to pray. The word of God says, and when you are happy, pray. When you rejoice, pray. When you are sad, pray. So we can never, ever say we've prayed enough. And then after that, we're going to listen to a beautiful song by Prophet Zion. Pour out your spirit. Pour out your spirit. Because that is what God laid on my heart. To just speak about the outpouring of the spirit of the Most High God. Uh, the outpouring of the spirit of the Most High God. So as we are about to listen to this beautiful song by Prophet Zion, I would love us to look at the book of Joel. Where we are going to be seeing what God did, what God promised us through his spirit. As we listen to this beautiful track, Pour Out Your Spirit. So let us go as uh, Pastor Elmarie is going to intercede for us. And then we will listen to the beautiful worship song by Prophet Zion. And then I'll be back to just give you a short gift that God has given me to give to you. So let us listen. Don't change that dial. Continue tuning in onto Vaughn.radio, your voice over the nation. Yes, we are back. We are back, my listeners. That was a beautiful, beautiful song by Prophet Zion. Pour out your spirit. I love the song. Pour out your spirit on your sons and your daughters. And I love it because we find this uh, scripture in the book of Joel, the promise that God made for us, where he says, and afterwards... I will pour out my spirit on your sons and your daughters. I love it. I love it. Because this is when God says afterwards, meaning that there are things that he's going to do first. And then he says afterwards, I will do this. I will do this. So when you find this, um, the mentioning of this, it is found in the book of um, Joel chapter 2. I think verse 28, if I'm not mistaken, where God says, I, I, I love the scripture. It's one of our, my favorite scriptures. I remember a long time ago in our home cell, back home in the late to early 2000, we used to recite the scripture because we wanted to see the fulfillment of the scripture where God says, and afterwards I will pour out my spirit on all men. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy. And he says, your old men will dream dreams and your young men will see visions and and I, I will also pour out my spirit on my men servants and my maid servants. And then he says, I will pour out my spirit in those days and I will show wonders in the heavens on the earth. And then um, he starts speaking about the fire, the moon will be turned into blood. The fire, we will read it. It's just that I'm trying to recite it from memory, you know, where God says, and all your sons and your daughters will prophesy. I love the scripture. But when we get this in the book of Joel, chapter 2, what I want to talk about is about the supernatural restoration that is coming upon our way. There is a supernatural restoration. 
when God decides to answer us. And he is saying that's the supernatural inspiration that I'm going to give you as I will pour out my spirit. Because the Lord will take pity on us and he is a God who will repay us. So I don't know what the devil has dealt you. I don't know what it is that you've been going through that you feel all hope is lost. But God is saying he is about to send us the grain, the new wine, the olive oil, enough to satisfy us fully. And he says, never again will I make you an object of scorn to the nations. No longer will we be made. I always pray this and I say, Father, you said, I will not, I, Gugu, as your daughter, as a child of the Most High God, I will no longer be made as objects of scorn. As I was saying last time, uh, I don't understand why people, when you tell them that you are a child of the Most High God, the first thing they will say, even when they talk about you, they say, oh, shame, we are called. Oh, shame, she loves God. Oh, shame, she goes to church. Shame, my foot. No longer will people say shame when they make mention of our name. How can you say shame when I worship the King of Kings, the creator of heaven and earth, the one who is, who was, and is still to come. He is the one who declared the end from the beginning. He exists outside of time. You can't contain him. He is time. A time is eternal to him. It's endless. He is the God who is the Alpha and the Omega. And yet when I worship him, you call me shame. I was listening on the radio when I was driving home. Um, uh, what channel is this? I, uh, I think it's K something. They got this psychic channel. The world is so against anything that is of God. Because I was thinking, if I as a prophet can have a channel where I'm on the radio and people call me, they will call me all sorts of names. They will even want to stone me to death. They will do all sorts of things. But yet here, these people, they have a psychic channel where you phone in and they say, uh, hello, Google, you're going to be speaking to, I can't even remember the name of this psychic. So you are here on our psychic channel. You're going to be listening to so-and-so and uh, you are very, very lucky. And the caller says, yes, I am very lucky. I get to speak. I'm like, what nonsense is this? Because it's not of God, it is acceptable. Because it's not of God, it is acceptable. It is permitted to be on the radio and everybody calls in. And, and, and the psychic tells you, uh, what do you think you're going to uh, give me? Uh, think uh, There are two things that I want you to think of and I will pick them up on my other end. And then we will talk about them. And then, yes, yes, that's it. And I'm listening to this. Sorry, I seem to be babbling my listeners because it got me so angry and so frustrated. Because if it was of God, people would be fighting it. That is, that that uh, segment is there on the radio and it is receiving a lot. It's very popular. It's receiving, it's up in the ratings because it's receiving a lot of listeners. Because people want to know about their future. That's a given. That is a given. People want to know about what is happening tomorrow. That is what they want to know. And while the children of the Most High God are sleeping and relaxing, these are the things that are happening. The devil is taking over. The enemy is taking over everything that is supposed to be of God. 
Remember before we spoke about King David, whenever in the Bible you hear of kings going to war, they would never just go to war without calling the priest, without calling the prophets, because they want to inquire of the Lord, must we go to this war? Are we going to defeat even King Ahab, who was under the Jezebelic spirits? He knew that if he wanted to go to war first, he needed to call on the prophets. As much as he he, he, he he had his own prophets that would tell him what he wanted to hear. But he knew, he knew that you needed some guidance. And that's why he never wanted to listen to Mika. Because Mika, he said, he always speak what I do not want to hear. So people will always favor those who will tell them what they want to hear. So the psychics will tell you what you want to hear. They will tell you that, yes, your mother is saying, I love you very much where she is. But if I dare speak of what God is saying, if I dare speak of judgment of anything that God is saying, people are going to suddenly stone me to death. That is what is happening. Because we do not want to hear what God is saying. I don't know how I got there, but I guess I was thinking about no longer we will be made an object of scorn to the nation. Where the nations, when they think of us, they think they see us as something to be laughed at. Something to make fun of. Something to call shame. Shame. God, do you know who I am? I'm not saying it proudfully, but I love that if my soul has to boast, I will boast in the Lord. I am the daughter of the Most High God, and you are saying shame to me. I am the heir of salvation. I am a royal priesthood. I am a chosen one, chosen generation. So you dare say shame to me. Because when you say shame to me, you are saying shame to my father. And you can't say shame to the creator. You can't say shame to the one who gave you life. The one who gave you the very breath that you are breathing. And that is what people need to understand. Our God is the Alpha and the Omega. So God speaks about restoring what has been stolen from us. He says, I will restore back unto you what the locust had eaten. If you've seen locusts when they fly into a place, you know, when you watch all these movies, I've seen when these locusts fly into a place, into the crop, the crop field. Within a second, it was like there was never anything planted in that field. That's how they destroy. You know, they are the worst devourers you can ever think of. They eat everything up, they destroy. So God says, I will restore what the canker worm had eaten, what the flying locust, the crawling locust had eaten. I will bring about restoration in your field, in your harvest in your pastures because God wants us to be glad as his people of Zion God wants us to be glad as people of Zion so he says then he will pour out his spirit on us he will pour out his spirit on us as he brings about restoration, refreshment 
I, heard, I remember when God spoke to me, he spoke about uh, uh, recompensation, um, restitution, uh, restoration, and the restitution is coming your way where all of those who've made fun of you, who've made a mockery of you, who've stolen from you, you know how many times we've invested in things where we thought it was going to be good for us and yet those investments are the very things that stole our finances, the investment that stole everything that we had. I don't know how many people find it. It shows that people don't have wisdom. But these are the investments that we went into not knowing that it wasn't what we expected. We thought the investment would yield full fruits for us. But God is about to restore us. He is a God who restores. Because these are all the strategies of the devil to come and steal from us, to come and take away from us. He comes up with new, he devises new strategies. How to take away our finances. How to take away our joy. How to take away our strength, our passion. But God is saying, I will restore you. I will restore everything. That the cankerworm had eaten. Have you seen the cankerworm? That the crawling locust, that the flying locust had eaten. Any form of locust in your life, God is saying, I'm going to bring about restoration in your life. Restoration is coming my way. I receive it, my listeners. As I am trusting God for the supernatural, supernatural provision, supernatural provision. Trust God like that widow. Live in the supernatural. I don't think that woman saw herself as being a businesswoman, but because of supernatural provision that came knocking on her door. She became a businesswoman. A businesswoman. She had to go and sell. She became a businesswoman. My God. She started selling. She started selling the oil that the prophets had said. She must go and borrow jars. When I looked at that scripture and I was thinking... How do you borrow jars from all your neighbors when some of us don't even talk to our neighbors? That's another challenge that we have. We are a people that keeps to themselves. We don't even know who's living next door to your left or next door to your right. And we know that is not Ubuntu. You're supposed to know. So when your child says, I'm going to the neighbors, you do not know what the inside of the house looks like. So Elijah literally needed to be on God's spirit time with everybody around him. I mean, the woman needed to be in good terms with everybody around her in order to be able to go and borrow these jars from all of these women. Because if you had come to my house, you've never greeted me on the streets. You've never even said so much as a hello. And you are telling me you are here to borrow my jar 
for what for the why i wasn't gonna give it to you so it means this woman had to understand how important her community is how important her neighbors are so even your neighbors are very instrumental in your breakthrough her neighbors were instrumental in her providing her with the breakthrough if she wasn't speaking to them because she didn't know even have the money to go and buy those jars she needed to go and borrow oh excuse me i had to sneeze i'm so sorry she needed to go and borrow those jars because she didn't even have the money to go and buy them so can you imagine if she wasn't talking to her neighbors so relationships are very important my listeners check your relationships with your neighbors check your relationships with your neighbors who would have thought that in order for this woman to start a business she would need the resources from her neighbors and in business they will teach you that they will say don't even go into business with your own money go to the bank and borrow go to the bank and borrow the bank must fund you so that is what she did she went to her nearest bank and that bank was all her neighbors those who are around you her neighbors she went to them and she borrowed and she borrowed they were literally like her na- they were literally like the bank that she needed she borrowed and she borrowed and then she was able to fund her projects what projects do you want funded and you are still struggling maybe i need to go to the bank the bank is not the resources might be right in front of you Who would have thought this woman's resources would be in the neighbor's house? Even with you, I don't know. I'm not saying all f- projects or businesses are the same. But what projects do you need the need to be funded for? And yet God is saying, look around you. Look around you. Look around you. Sometimes you don't need even the resources. I was saying to another lady, I had a meeting with her and she was telling me she's um she's she's into she's sharing her testimony, her story. Um but now she doesn't know how to help. So I said to her, you know what? Two heads are better than one. Let's come together and we will see how we, we how how we can handle this all she needed was somebody to point her to the right door that was the resource that i came in with i did not have the finances to give to her i did not have maybe the resources to say i'm going to sponsor you with this i'm going to stand and talk on your platform no all i needed was to say go and speak to so and so and that was the resource that i came in with sometimes that's the only resource that you need that's the only resource that you need somebody to point you to the right door to the right direction to the right corner that's all you need So children of the most high God, let us never forget that. I don't know, but we are still going to be talking about the supernatural provision because of time we did not have enough time to be able to do our declarations, but I promise you tomorrow we are going to do our declarations. I said this is a month of decreeing and declaring, a month where we are going to take literally what God said in the book of Job, you shall decree a thing 
and it shall be established so what is it that you want to be established in your life start to declare it start to decree it we are going to continue with our declarations tomorrow I love you children of the most high God as we continue to look at what God is planning to do in our lives in the month of February bless you my born listeners Thank you.